millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is weird, isn't it? AEW Rampage on a Sunday. What the hell is next? Also, hello, welcome to Ups and Downs Rampage. That didn't work at all with me, Simon, for what culture? Because wrestling has decided, especially in 2023, that it's going to get some kind of show cannon and just fire it into your face. Like, I don't get how anybody watches all of this content. Somehow, I did it. Also, just want to point out, as we already have mentioned a thousand times, because Rampage did air on a Saturday night and we've got to Sunday... There's not really anyone to edit it, so Phil is just going to do what he can. So apologies for that, but again, you got to roll with the punches. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Penta was also our third match for the TNT Championship, because of course last week, Hobbs had destroyed Phoenix, who is Penta's brother. So now here's how I want the storyline to go. Next week, Powerhouse Will Hobbs has to take on the mum, then the dad, then the auntie, then the granddad, and then the pet cat. He's going to be a mega heel. Penta had a plan too, which was just to run a powerhouse and kind of get some shots in there. And this was working until Penta decided he had to taunt. Pence, man, you're doing this all the time. Leave your taunts till the end and everything's going to be fine. Surprise, surprise, he did get flanned, although he then did kind of get back into it with a super kick when he went for a 2023 wrestling dive. And Hobbs was like, nope. And he cut him off and he threw him into Rita the ring post. The QTV crew were also at ringside as QT Martial basically caressed the title, which is a little bit weird. But you can just see what's going to happen here. He's going to overstep the line. Eventually, William will just punch him right in the head. They can do the feud. Powerhouse Will Hobbs can go babyface. And then he become the AEW World Champion. So it's all fine, my friends. Let's be patient. During this too, though, Willie did indeed take Penta and throw him into Barry Barricade. So what am I meant to do? I tried asking, didn't work. I made a sign, that didn't work. I tried to protest, that didn't work. So I'm out of ideas, so I'm trying to poem. As Barry Barricade is my friend, leave him alone, let him mend. Because I promise you, he's a very nice man, and he's just trying to do his job and protect those fans. Well, that's pretty good. Hobbs continued to then just ruin Penta, including stopping this kick and giving him a backbreaker, which means he did want to break his back, but also it did look pretty cool. And of course, the whole time there was distractions going on, people just casting away, using their MP, and you had QT messing with Penta's mask. People really like doing this to Penta. One day, he's just going to have to take it off and go, it's me. It also led to this delayed vertical suplex, which is always amazing to watch because people are so damn strong. When Penta found himself back on the mat, and all of a sudden, he hit this sling blade. Now, it was a weird sling blade, but it was a sling blade nonetheless. He followed it up with a backstabber. And I was like, wait a minute, he's trying to stab somebody's back. That's an arrestable offense. So somebody better get on the phone. 
And Powerhouse just like, nope, I'm not interested. And he murked him again. I like this guy. It was then time for town business, but Penta was able to stop that when he finally hit a dive. But also, when Hobbs went to charge at him, he got out of the way, meaning William went right into Simba the Steel Steps. So now he was flashing red. We really did underline the fact that we are going all in with this champ, though, because he got double foot stomped twice and he still kicked out. This is when QT got worried and he jumped on the apron. We were having distraction once again. Penta had also called for the fear factor before this, which I always enjoy, because the wrestler will actually stand there and goes, here comes my big move. So you're basically telegraphing it for your opponent. And given that QT was being an idiot, all of a sudden Aaron Solo was flying in here, but Penta took him out. But surprise, surprise, the TNT title was then on the floor. Powerhouse took it. He slammed Penta right in the skull. Town business, one, two, three. These idiots were going to beat up Alex Abrahantes again after this, which is when Phoenix came out with his hammer, once again, trying to kill some people. And I tell you what's exciting about this. Let's go through it. Let's do some maths, whatever it would be. Powerhouse Will Hobbs has defeated Phoenix. He's defeated Penta, so surely this means Pac is going to be back soon. And they mentioned Death Triangle during this part, and I want to see. Do you know how good Hobbs versus Pac will be? I'll put it into my wrestling calculator. Very good. It's just my hand. But I am already enjoying Powerhouse's TNT title run. It's just enjoyable to watch in the ring. Giving it an up. We then learned that on Dynamite, it's also going to be Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb for the IWGP United States Championship. So Kenny is going to continue his amazing run of single matches and everybody calm down. New Japan has been teasing this for ages. So really, it's just nice we're getting it on AEW. This is also when Ricky Starks came out, and as he had said on Dynamite, I don't want to talk anymore, Juice Robinson. I want to have a bit of a fight. When Juice came out, and they talked to each other. <laughs> that was funny. Now, to be fair, Ricky did want to get into it, but it was Juice that was running away. Because basically, he doesn't want to fight in Missouri, because he hates Missouri, and he thinks Missouri is a pile of pants. Alright then. Loads of wrestlers do this too, and surely it's against your contract. Does Juice Robinson have a deal that says, I will have a match anywhere, but not in Missouri? And why the hell is anybody putting that stipulation in? But he will fight in New York. This is very handy, because AEW shall be in New York on April the 5th, so they're going to do the match there. Now, I actually think this will be really good, because both guys are really good, but when it comes to the angle... It's just a little bit dry. It's a bit like Action Andretti. He's just disappeared from TV. And even though Ricky Starks beat Chris Jericho twice, now we're doing this. And look, Juice Robinson is a big deal. But when it comes to all of this, it just doesn't feel like it. So maybe something is missing or maybe it just came too much out of nowhere. But again, you can't write the television just for me. And if you are enjoying this, hey ho, have a thumbs up. But unfortunately, I am me. I know I have to go through it every single day. I gotta give it a down. And then Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and the rest of this crew stole my heart forever. I love these guys. They did this quick video promo where essentially they said, we are sick and tired of trying to cheat and all these referees calling us out for it. Why can't we cheat? What's the problem with cheating? We just want to do whatever the hell we want to do. So as ever, I just want to apologize to Jeff because when he did come into AEW, I was a bit like, I don't know if this was a good idea, which is why you should always wait and see. He's one of the best people in the company. Once again, Tony Khan has taken his magic wand and he's turned a legend into a legend. Like he did it with Sting, he did it with Jake Roberts, and now he's doing it here. This is why I have no problem. If he wants to bring Goldberg in, the proof is in the pudding. Also, let's not pretend otherwise. I still love Goldberg. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Jericho Appreciation Society and House of Black Feud then continued... I don't really know where we're going with this. But still, it was Brody King with Julia Hart versus Jake Hagar with his hat. Let's not pretend otherwise. The most over thing in this entire match was Jake's head-wearing device. Whatever you want to call it. I should have just called it a hat again. But seriously, I hope they're selling them as merchandise. They're going to fly. It also kind of feels like we're doing 50-50 booking here. Because, of course, Daniel Garcia defeated Brody King last week. Although, apparently, according to the rumor mill, it was meant to be Buddy Matthews. But he got hurt, so I hope he is okay. Whereas, then this evening, Brody came back and he whipped Jake Hagar's ass. Also, you know the deal. Because Jake Hagar is rather large and Brody King is rather large. This was just big men slapping man meat. That's what they did to start here. I'm just laying it in. What am I doing? They also both flew into Barry Barricade at one point, so I bet when they hear my poem from earlier, they're going to be super sad when they got in the ring. Brody just smashed the hell out of him with this black hole slam. The man is so large. He then went for a pile driver, but Jake was able to reverse that into an ankle lock, which was cool. And when he went for the Hager bomb... That didn't work at all. Because Brody hit this massive lariat instead. And once again, I want to shout out Jake Hagar because he has a move called the Hagar Bomb. So he just went, well, I'm just going to take a normal move and put my name in front of it. When all of a sudden, Anna JS was here and she started to beat up Julia Hart. So the feud builds. The best part of all of this, though, is that Brody, being a wrestler, was distracted for all of three seconds. And he was like, oh, wait, I'm a massive man. And he hit that DVD thing he does. It's called like Eye of the Beholder or something like that. That's a Metallica song. Oh, well, we're well off, Pete. But he pinned Jake Hager. And again, because they both are meaty men, 
this had some weight behind it. I enjoyed it too because it was short, it was sweet, and it was pretty violent. Giving it an up. Swerve Strickland then promised that he will win this war with Keith Lee. And while he was with something new that I didn't recognize, he also said that he's bringing somebody else in. Or at least that's how I took it. Maybe I'm totally confused. Now, Swerve rocked here because Swerve always rocked. But ever since Keith Lee came back, we haven't seen him this much. And this program has been going on forever. And I'm desperate to see it. Because again, Swerve Strickland, brilliant. Keith Lee, brilliant. I just want to see them come together. It almost feels like it's never going to happen. So we are getting to the point where it's the law of diminishing returns. That can happen. You can miss the peak. Sadly, I think we're there now. I just want to see it. I mean, do it on dynamite. What are we waiting for? Down. We are pushing Tyre Valkyrie, though. Good. But as he promised a few days ago, Layla Gray and Mark Sterling with Jade Cargill did come out here. And they had the cease and desist that said, listen, Tyre, you can't use the Jade anymore. We know you call it something different, but it's our move. Stop it. And amazingly, Excalibur on commentary was like, that's not a court order. That's just like a threatening letter. If that wasn't a shot of WWE, I don't know what was. Of course, when they did try to do this, and given the fact it was Tyre versus Layla, Valkyrie just smacked her one, gave her the road to Valhalla, which is what she calls the jaded one, two, three, as Cargill went absolutely nuts on the outside. Sterling was then told to get in there and try and sort this out, but I don't know what he was going to do. So he got hit by this maneuver tool. And I love that guy, he totally gets it. I really do think that Valkyrie should probably beat Cargill as well, because why the hell not? Like, I am happy that Jade's back in a feud, but I think it's time to end the undefeated streak, because I'm not sure it does anything for anyone. Also, I forget about the TBS title sometimes. Not in a bad way, but it's just sort of flat into the distance. However, this is quite good. We're connecting the pieces quite nicely. Up. And it was main event time after this, so Rampage just zoomed by. And thank goodness it featured the acclaimed. So I realized after Dynamite that Max Caster and Anthony Bowens hadn't been on that show. And they're so hot right now, you've got to keep their momentum going. So whenever you can feature them, you should feature them. And they're not being featured. There should be a bunch of other people going, ah, I wonder where the acclaimed is. They were also taking on the kingdom as Matt Menard and Angelo Parker joined in on commentary. And seriously, I know they do it on AEW Dark here and there, or most weeks. But they should have an announcer position for life. Because they're so damn funny, they're absolute wonderful idiots. Matt Taven and Mike Bennett were also using Maria Kanellis because, of course, she loves cast and distraction. That's basically what happened at the start here. Maria was going like, da, 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 Max Caster didn't wonder what was going on, but he got murked. Thankfully, the acclaimed and activated tag team mode, and they did that backstabber neckbreaker combo. So let's break down those names. A stab in the back and a break of the neck. I don't want to talk about that phone again, but you know what I mean. And once they had hit the scissors me timbers on Bennett, they threw Taven out of the ring. They were rocking and rolling. The Kingdom then fought back with a super kick and a spear, which is when they crotch chopped in the direction of Billy Gunn. And never forget, we used to do this as kids, if you're of a certain generation. So no wonder wrestling got banned in certain households. You went up to a parent or you went up to a teacher and you went, look at my groin. <laughs> Like, now that I'm older, I totally get it. Danny Ass was not having any of that, so he got up on the ring apron. But this is when Maria realized, ha I can now be a bigger idiot. And she took off her shoe and she put it in the ring. Now look, admittedly, it was a boot, but who was using this as a weapon? Gunn was super mad at this point, though, so he basically chased Maria Kanellis away. When Top Flight arrived at the top of the ramp and they made sure she went backstage. And that does carry on the whole feud between the Kingdom and Top Flight. Which is when essentially we got back to the ring... 
and the acclaimed kicked some ass. So Anthony Bowen's got the hot tag as he smacked everyone as much as he could. He hit the arrival. Max Caster came off the top with a big old elbow mic drop. And they got the one, two, three. This was the fun, somewhat silly, but very enjoyable tag team match. And who's going to get mad at that? Especially because on commentary, Menard and Parker told us, hey, do you know what we're going to do on Dynamite? We are going <laughs> to take out the acclaimed for a night out using the Jericho Appreciation Society money. I'm sorry, that could be the best goofy wrestling segment of the entire year. So there's nothing else to do. We are giving it an up. Which also brought it to the end of Rampage. And man, who the hell knows what's going to happen in the future? Because apparently AEW has a brand new show on Saturdays. That is going to corrupt the AEW schedule canon. I don't know what that means, but when it comes to this specific show, up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about Rampage. Did you like it on a Saturday? Maybe you hated it and you refused to watch it. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And look, there's other videos on the screen. Touch one. And also, next week is WrestleMania week, so make sure you enjoy yourself. If you're going to Los Angeles, the What Culture crew will be out there. Come and say hello. Enjoy it, my friends. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.